Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us on Men's Leadership Network on the podcast today. I'm so excited about today. You know, we're celebrating our five-year anniversary with Men's Leadership Network, and it's been exciting to see the men that God's brought, and our goal is to raise up spiritual leaders, and our goal is to pour into men and see that impact marriages and children and families and generations, and so I'm thankful to be on this journey with you guys and all that God's teaching us and the way that he's growing us as leaders and I'm here today with Mike Fisher, and uh, Mike is an amazing man of God and just a, a dear friend and just so thankful for the way he lives his life for the glory of God. And, and Mike, you were on this podcast about four years ago, and you kind of got us started with Men's Leadership Network, and a lot's changed in your life over the last four years. So will you yeah. bring us up to speed with what's happened? Yeah, well, I have, uh, I had a year-old son at that point. He's yeah. five now, and then... Uh, Jacob is, another, our, our other son is a year and a half, so we got two boys, and uh, retired about two years ago, retired from hockey, yeah. and uh, so yeah, moved out closer to uh, Franklin now, yeah. and that's that's our home, and uh, we live on a farm outside of here, and um, yeah, so just living life as a dad, and um, I love, you know, outdoors, and love being on the farm, and uh so that's kind of what I've been doing lately, and um, yeah, it's been it's been a good four years, though, really good. <laughs> Praise God for that. Yeah. yeah, but that is a big change. I mean, you went from professional hockey player traveling all over and playing over a thousand games in the NHL. I mean, what an accomplishment that is! And uh, then Stanley Cup Finals. And is there anything you miss about the game or miss all those years? Uh, I, I miss. Definitely competition. That's yeah. number one. And just being an athlete, you're always competitive. So you're just, you know, that's one of the reasons why I was able to do what what I did for for that long. And the other thing is, you, you miss you miss the guys at the rink, and that's kind of the camaraderie of that mm -hmm. um, is something you definitely miss. And um, but um, I do get that. At you know, I, I love to hunt now. So we have lots of guys at hunt camp, and it feels like a locker room, which definitely helps. Yeah. Um, the camaraderie and um, but definitely miss miss parts of it but I wouldn't trade it at all for what I'm doing now being able to be at home and um, a lot more and see my sons every day and mm. um, having a little more freedom to do other things other passions that I have too so oh yeah what a blessing that is yeah and what an incredible career you know I mean praise God for that and the way he sustained you in that time I mean there's probably a few injuries in there, but, <laughs> but adversity is good for us. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's not many guys who make a thousand games. I mean, that's uh, got to be a short list, you know. Well, I so. once heard that if you're if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough, and that's what I had. To, <laughs> I guess God gave me a little bit of that. So. <laughs> you were definitely tough. So. Oh man. Well, praise God, and what a journey it is. And hey, tell me this: like, this is Men's Leadership Network. And when you were the captain of the Predators, there had to be some leadership lessons that you learned that you kind of take with you now as a husband, as a father, as a man in life, as a Christ follower. What, what are some of those leadership lessons that you, you use today that maybe can apply for all of us? I think there's a lot. There's definitely a lot of parallels between, you know, sports and your faith and leadership. And yeah. um, I think... I don't like speaking for myself, but I look at the good leaders, um, good coaches that I've had in the past, and they're always, first and foremost, you know that they care about you as a person. Mm. So that's what I think a good 
leader, you know that they care. Mm -hmm. And then those guys are going to want to follow. You look at Jesus, and he, he loved everyone, and that's why people wanted to follow. He, there was something different about that. So the best coaches I've had are the ones that you know they really care about you. Not, not what you can do for them mm -hmm. on the ice, but they care about you, your family. And I think that's what one of the things that I tried to do as a captain the best I could. Um, Another thing, um, I look back at, you mentioned that this season we went to the Stanley Cup final, 2017. Yeah. That was a year of adversity. Um, we finished, you know, we finished an eighth, eighth seed. We we're playing number one seed. We just kind of snuck into the playoffs. It was an up and down season. People didn't think we were any good. You know, we, we had to grind it out. And uh, I think we all learned that year that sometimes adversity is good. Mm. And the more belief we got as we beat, Chicago, you know, first round swept them. It was like it just that belief grew and grew and grew, and all of a sudden it was like no one's stopping us. And mm -hmm. I know we didn't win, but I look I look back in my life as far as my faith and different things I've journeyed through. There was always some sort of adversity that, you know, or you know those lows that really we need to rely on the Lord. And I think that's what that's how you grow and learn. And same in hockey, that's how you get better as a team as you go through these adversities. And I. I think most of the time we don't want to go through those yeah. and it's like we try to avoid those but it, when you look back even through injuries that I've had in the past it's I, I at the end of my career I wouldn't have traded those for anything because mm. of it made me appreciate the game more towards the end of my career it made me I could relate better to players when they got injured because it seemed like I had every injury injury in the book <laughs> and I could diagnose <laughs> in, injury <laughs> but those are the types of things that definitely help and and you know, being, I just had, I had some good people that helped me along the way, and I mean, there's so many different other lessons, but um, those are a couple of them, so. Wow, strong. How did you, how did you live out your faith? Like, was it hard to be a Christ follower in hockey? I mean, it seems like professional sports, it's probably hard to, to be a Christian. Was that what you found, or? Definitely early in my career, okay. when you're young, and you know, I was still figuring out my faith on my own. It was hard, and mm -hmm. you're a lot of different pressures, and you know, of being that young guy. But the older I got, and the more confident I, I recommitted my life when I was 22, and the more confident I was in in Christ, and the more I, it didn't matter to me what people thought, or you know, I just tried to live it out the best I could, and. Um, and then in time, usually people just respect it if that's, yeah. if it's real, if they see it's genuine. It's, um, so, um, then towards the end of my career, I think people just knew that I was a Christian and hope, hopefully impacted people positively. And they saw, um, someone who was genuine and didn't always get it right. And, and I'll admit that, but, um, definitely, um, uh, definitely God helped me along the way. He also put so many different men in my life at the right times in my career to help mm. me. Um, you know, I didn't always feel like I was alone, which is huge in yeah. anything in life and our faith. We can't we can't do it alone. So right. that that was that was huge, for sure. Makes a big difference, doesn't it, man? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, you know, I'm just so thankful for you and the fact that you would speak out about your faith when you were playing hockey and even today. Why do you think it's important for men to talk about their faith? Because a lot of times men are private, right? And we kind of hold back. But why do you think it's important for us to speak about our faith? Well, it, 
if our faith is real and it's changed our life, then we're going to want to share that mm. because we know it can change someone else's life. And that, there's nothing, I get chills thinking about, you know, friends that have come to know the Lord mm. and um, the difference you see in their lives, the difference he's made in my life. I've, I've gone on the wrong path and I've tried that way mm. um, early in my career and there's, you're not fulfilled and it, it's just not a way to live. And, and then when you follow the Lord and um, the difference he makes is huge. And I think that's important for every person. And, and I know some people is like, well, my story is not that interesting. Well, you can relate to someone else differently than I can relate to people. Because yeah. I, I know that my story may not resonate with everyone, but we all need to tell our story. And it's definitely going to resonate with someone. And yeah. the enemy doesn't want us to tell our story. They're going to want to tell you you're not significant. Your yep. story doesn't matter. But everyone's story matters. And if God's done something in your life, and I think it's important to share. And uh, you know, I grew up in Canada where it was, it's countercultural where I grew up to be a Christian, especially mm. in hockey. Yeah. I was, and, you know, I was a little kid. I wanted to, I, I grew up, you know, look, looking up to all the Christian athletes. And I was like, one day I want to be a Christian athlete. And I want to, you know, show people that you can still be a Christian and, play hockey at a high level, be tough, and um, and that's what I was able to do by the grace of God. He gave me the talents and abilities, but um, mm. I wanted to to make it known and not, not hide it. Our faith isn't meant to be to be hidden in the closet for sure. Amen. Amen. But we gotta be honest too about our faults and yeah. you know, that we're not we're not perfect, but this is this is our journey and that's how I think you can relate to people by being honest too about our faults. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's so good. I mean, yeah, you, you don't want to portray that I'm perfect because none of us are. And people yeah. see our mistakes. Yeah. But you want to be bold and speak about Christ. Yeah. And, and I think so often we get held back. The enemy, you yeah. know, holds us back, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's even with our kids sometimes. We're, like, scared to kind of talk about faith or, yeah. or with people in our neighborhood. But, man, when we do, people want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are looking for hope and they're looking for help. And as men, we're called to be leaders, you yeah. know. So I think that's yeah. great, So. Hey, talk about this. Uh, you know, you and you've been married ten years. I mean, you guys, you and your amazing wife have had this this ten year great marriage, and you've been talking about that a little bit on this mini series that you did. You know, God and Country. Talk about yeah. some of the things in your marriage that you've learned over ten years. I learned a lot about myself for sure. <laughs> um, you know, you, you go into marriage, and um, I always say it's 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 a mirror for sure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that reflect back that sometimes aren't good, and um, you learn definitely about patience, you learn about grace. Um, marriage, I mean, mm. it's hard sometimes, because there's two different people um, that come together, and but I think, I've learned this a lot lately, um, and I've been reminded by a good friend of mine that we're supposed to love our wives like Christ loved the church, and how does that, what does that look like? And it's that selfless love. I think you get into problems when it becomes too much about ourselves and not mm. about... And that's real. Leadership is about serving, really. That's what it is. That's what the best leaders do. And in my marriage, I get in problems when I get selfish. Mm. And when I don't, obviously, communication's huge. Sometimes it's hard to talk things out, you know? Yeah. And so those are things that I've learned to try to get better is, is communicate and... Uh, just, just 
not be so selfish, and that's what's hard to do. It's sometimes, but um, ten years has flown by, and Man. and you know it's been it's been a great ten years. I, I love my wife. She's she's awesome. Um, also, expectations sometimes. I think I think sometimes if I expect her to fulfill a need that only God can fulfill, I run into problems, and so does she. Mm. You know, so I think that's important to our expectations. Our grace level has to be high. Yeah. Maybe lower our expectations sometimes, and and put that expectation, you know, on God and what He can do. And and but He definitely makes a huge difference in your marriage because, you know, I'm I love to hunt. My wife can't stand hunting, and wow. you know, and so put us together, and and sometimes it's it's difficult. But God, in His ways, He just finds ways that just really miracles. Mm. If I had all day, but He. He just sharpens each each other by being different in, in lots of different ways, and um, that's why marriage is it's awesome. She's she's really good at lots of stuff that I'm not good at. I'm good at maybe a few things that she's not good at. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's there's so many lessons you can learn in marriage. But it is it is I, I love marriage. One of the greatest things I decided to do was get married, mm-hmm. even though there's some days where it's like, oh, this is tough. <laughs> but that's the honest. That's it's just, you know, oh, yeah. Know that, so, yeah. I loved how you just said that leadership is service, you know, and I don't, sometimes we don't think about that in our marriages, especially mm-hmm. we, we don't think about that. But as the husband, you're the spiritual leader in the family and, and we're there to serve our wives. And I love how you said that a lot of times we want them to meet our expectations and them to meet our needs instead yeah. of us thinking like, how can I help her? How can I help her be her best? Yeah. You know? And you know, I, I don't, marriage isn't supposed to, Marriage is difficult at times, but it's yeah. not supposed to be difficult. Right. I think we make it difficult by not loving them properly, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I always, you know, go back to, okay, what, what, what am I not doing? What, what can I be doing? You know, it's easy to, but it's easy to play the blame game too, you know. But I think oh, it's, yeah. you know, also just serving them and loving them like Christ loves us. And that's, that's the goal, mm. although... Don't get it perfectly, that's for sure. Yeah. Would you, I mean, is there one thing, like for 10 years, is there one thing that's just really kept your marriage together or, or been that ingredient that you just go, hey guys, I want to tell you, I don't know if you're in the first year of marriage or you've been married 20 or 30 years, man, keep this right here, what I've learned. Um, I think, you know, for me, it would be being selfless. Mm. Um, I, I know I just talked about that, but anytime I get selfish or don't think about her, think about me, and you know, um, I think it's really important. If I'm putting her before me, it's everything is so much better. And mm. and that, I know you you don't do it for reciprocation. That's not why you do it, but it it always happens. You yeah. Know? And I think if we can, if I can get just get myself out of the way and <laughs> worry about her and 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 obviously, you know, putting putting the Lord in the center of that, and and that being, you know, that being the number one thing, and everything else seems to fall in place, regardless of, you know, we're so different in a lot of different ways. The hunting part I mentioned, like it's, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, but God finds His way of just us both growing and relying on Him more, and mm. um, and putting that, and you know, there's ups and downs, but. 
but uh, marriage is, is definitely fun. And, and it's for us, it's gotten better with kids too, I think. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's the best. So. <laughs> well, I love that. And I, I pray for every guy I watch. I pray we can just have a great marriage. You know, yeah. I mean, I do. I pray that it is, our marriages thrive. And like you've said, it's gotten better over the years, you know, yeah. and that's great. And then having kids in the picture. So yeah. you're a dad, you know, and now you've got two sons. And, and what have you learned being a dad? What are, what are the joys that have come in being a dad? Uh, there's lots of stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> I've, I've been looking forward to having kids for a long time. And, you know, two boys. I, I learned from our oldest, Isaiah. I mean, I learned from him sometimes, you know. And, mm-hmm. and as dads, we're trying to be that leader. and We're trying to do all these things. And, and sometimes I step back and I'm like, this kid loves people really, really well. Wow. And, you know, it's, I find I'm like, okay. I need to learn from him too, you know, and, mm. and, uh, but I think I learned patience a lot too. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. Some days it's like, I'm just reminded, okay, relax. You know, I was yeah. reminded of about, we're on tour last year. We we're having a couple rough days with Isaiah. That's just a quick story. Yeah. And, uh, I was frustrated with him and, you know, you get short and probably wasn't very nice with him. And then he, he was sulking a lot. And so, Throughout the day, I was, I was on my phone, and a picture come up in your memories, right? So I was, like, clicking through these pictures of, like, old pictures, right? And I see this picture of me when I'm probably five or six, and then my two siblings, my older brother and my sister. And they're all happy in the picture, right? And I'm like this. And that's, like, what Isaiah was doing the last two days. And I'm just remi- I was reminded, like, hey, I was a little kid. Wow. Just relax. You know, love them well, still discipline and, yeah. you know, but just, we can't always be too hard on them. We got to, we got to lift them up and realize that, man, I was that little kid, you yeah. know, and, but it was just a funny reminder sometimes that God's like, okay, just relax, yeah. you know, just relax. <laughs> <laughs> you were once this kid that was just like. Yeah. <laughs> God's like, I'm going to show you a picture <laughs> right here. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes he does that, man. Oh, yeah. Gets All our time, attention. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, uh, what advice would you give to dads that are out there uh, just about being a godly dad, you yeah. know, because that is different than being a, a, a dad of the world or just, but, but we're called to be godly men, godly dads. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's important, you know, obviously you have your daily routines of, you know, in your Christian home of, you know, praying before meals and at yeah. dinner, but I think it's in the, the, the moments throughout the day, the little moments where we need to be pointing them to Jesus in sunsets, drives to, to school. I take them to school every yeah. day, and we take turns praying on the way to school and little things like that that disciplining, you know. Um, I was encouraged one, you know, a few years ago that, you know, disciplining your kids, you need to be praying with your kids. You know, after discipline, you need to be, okay, this is a pointing them back to, to Christ yeah. and um, so there's so many different ways, and I think through life, through our days, we can kind of forget there's so many opportunities that we can be pointing them to Jesus, and, mm. and they need to be reminded of that. And, uh, and sometimes if you do it enough, they remind you, and they're the reminders that's like, okay, now Isaiah's reminding us, and it's pretty cool, because I, awesome. I need to be reminded too. But, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think just loving them well and pointing them to 
to our Savior and knowing that, and I said it before in one of our interviews, but I want Isaiah and Jacob to see that I have a real need for the Lord. and mm-hmm. I can't do this on my own. I need Him. I need to be honest with them and my faults too and, um, and be real. So. Man, that is so good. Yeah. And it's got to be in the little things, right? I mean, a lot of times we think the big things, but it's the daily. It's yeah. the, every moment you get that opportunity. Uh, I love how you said that even in discipline, because discipline's hard. I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, it's hard, and you're like, you, you know, you never discipline out of anger, right? Because right? then you get in trouble, and that's yeah. when you take it too far. But if you can learn to see that as a way to help them grow and become, yeah. and to even pray with them in that, in that part and say, I'm, I'm helping you be it better, uh, man, that's a, that's a great lesson as a dad. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what? give me one piece of advice that you've learned maybe you heard it from a coach a teacher a pastor or something what is there some piece of advice that you've kind of held on to along the way yeah someone well fairly recently um one of my good friends that's been uh helped me in my walk for, for years now he said the best advice in ministry he's ever got was be curious Mm. And I, I love that. It kind of stuck with me, and, uh, and he's really good at it, too. Um, I think from just over the years, he's, yeah. he's wise, and um, he's really curious, and he cares about people, and he'll, uh, he'll get things out of you that maybe you wouldn't have thought, you know, and he, you know, I think it's important uh, in, our, in our relationships. We never really know sometimes what people are going through. Mm-hmm. And if we can be curious enough to, and care enough to be interested in not just the surface level stuff, but deeper stuff, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to get better at. Sometimes it's hard for me to, to go deep right away. Yeah. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit of time, you know, and then, then it's like, okay, I'm ready, you know. But I think, I think it's really important, and, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I'm trying to be better is little ask more questions with people. Maybe it's your Uber driver. Maybe it's your neighbor that you don't really know. Maybe ask questions and that, you know, and that, that shows that you, you, you really care about them. And, um, so that's probably advice I think to pass on. I love that. Be curious. Tell me about how do you, cause you do, I think you do a really good job at that. I think, you know, you see people and, and you engage and you, you go to spiritual conversations with people. And sometimes that for me, as men, that's kind of hard. Yeah. How, do you, how do you do that? Is that a, the Holy Spirit prompts you, whether it's a, a neighbor or a friend or, a, you know, somebody on the team? Or, or yeah. How do you know when to go and go, hey, I want to I wanna really know what's going on with you? You know, well, how do you enter into those conversations? I think my mom is like that a lot. Really? She's a lot yeah, she's, she's an extroverted... You know, I'm not as outgoing as she is, but yeah. um, she's always curious and just always talking about that. And, and when I was a teenager and struggling, it just annoyed me because I didn't want to tell her that I was struggling. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about, you know, yeah. that's how we are, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I guess for me, you know, I've had lots of good people in my life that have, asked me the tough questions at the right times, too, and held me accountable, but um, I don't know. I think I think it's important that we get below and underneath, you know, the weather and those things, and yeah. I don't always do it well. I, I, you, you, I, you are really good at it, mm-hmm. and really, really good at it, and, and 
my wife, when we go on date nights, she's always the first to say, you know, how you really doing? You know, mm. which is, she's good at it. And I'll, and, and I, I think I need to be better, but I also love having, having spiritual conversations. Sometimes it's, sometimes you know someone is struggling and, and needs encouragement or needs the Lord or, um, I think it just, you know, over time and seeing what God can do and, and maybe encouraging someone. I know I've had so many people in my life and that have, you know, asked me the tough questions, encouraged me at the right time and, and, and lifted me up and, um, that's something that is really, really important for us to do as men, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that is. I think that's so important for guys, all of us, because we don't think about it, but our words carry weight. Yeah. You know, just as men, our words carry weight. What we say to our kids, mm-hmm. and it carries weight. What we say to our wife uh, carries weight. What we say to the people around us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to take initiative in that and, yeah. and not just pull back. And just go, okay, well, everybody else can be out there. I need to be bold and I need to be just courageous and mm-hmm. step forward and, and have a conversation with people. And I, I love how you said your wife asked you, how are you really doing? Yeah, yeah that's, that's strong, you know. Yeah. And, and when was the last time we asked our wives, you know, how are you really doing? You know, yeah. and most of the time we're just trying to survive with the kids <laughs> and everything else. You know? yeah. So that, that, that's powerful. So. What advice would you give? I mean, every, every man watching right now, uh, we all long to be godly men, right? Um, but, man, the world gets us and temptations and struggles and the pressures. Uh, you know, right now, our world, just, there's so many crazy things that are happening right now. What advice would you give us as we pursue the Lord and we want to be godly men? Is there something you would just say, hey, I encourage you in this? Yeah, I would say... Um... The lone wolf in the wild dies. He can't survive by himself. And that's, mm. that's what I've learned. Um, wow. I guess since when I retired two years ago, um, obviously part of a Bible study here in this church, and, yeah. and I also have, I meet with another group every week too, and that's been my lifeline. Mm-hmm. And, and as men, we need to be getting together with other men and talking about our marriage, talking about our kids, realizing that, oh, you, you struggle with the same things I struggle with, and we need to talk about these things. Those meeting with the guys um, is like my highlight of the week. I, I love it, and and I always leave feeling like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, be a better dad, husband. It's just encouraging, and that's what we need, yeah. you know. It, and I would say you you can't afford not to take the time to to seek out a Bible study group, um, a men's group, a fight club. It could be you and a buddy. Um, it could be small group. Sometimes bigger groups are a little tougher to get mm-hmm. real deep, deep. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that is absolutely crucial as a Christian man. Yeah. Totally agree. Man, that is powerful. I mean, guys hear that. I mean, the lone wolf dies. <laughs> that yeah. was, that's strong. But as guys, we try to do it on our own. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, whether we hunt on our own or we got our sport on our own or our works on our own, and we yeah. think that's the way life lives. But but Jesus took 12 men, right? And yeah. I mean, and changed the world. And we need each other. Gosh, we need each other. And what a great encouragement today. Man, thank you. So, hey, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, <clears throat> I look at my, uh, my grandfather, mm. my dad's dad. He, uh, I'll hear stories um, every once in a while from my hometown. And, and one time this one guy 
I'm mad I didn't know. And he's like, I just want you to know that you're, uh, I'm a Christian because of your grandfather. And he's like, he was a great godly Christian man. And, and I guess that would want my legacy to be is just a godly man that um, there are people that were impacted positively and um, that I was a good dad. And, but first and foremost, that my legacy would just be about the Lord. And mm-hmm. I got a long way to go, but <laughs> I got lots of good people like you in my life to help me. So, um, But that's what it's all about, really. Yeah. Man, what a, what a legacy for your grandfather yeah. and your father and you and, you know, every one of us, we're leaving a legacy. I mean, whether we know it or not, you know, we are. And we can determine what kind of legacy that's going to be. Uh, is it going to be my life was all about work or my life was all about money or my life was all about worldly success or was my life for Christ? Mm-hmm. And, um, and will there be people one day go, hey, your granddad, you know, <laughs> that yeah, was us, cool. man. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, Mike, thanks for sharing today. I mean, I really appreciate you and your heartbeat for the Lord. And, and man, I just, just encourage you. Uh, God is at work in your life. And I don't know what's going on, but man, just take what God has spoken to you today and apply it and live it in your marriage and with your kids and in all of our lives. So I want to pray for us. Let's, let's pray together. Father, thanks for today. Thanks for Mike. And just bless him and his marriage and his family. And I pray for every man watching right now. And I pray, God, that we would be men after your hearts that we would be godly husbands and fathers, and that we would seek you all the days of our lives. And so thanks for speaking to us. And Father, allow us to live it out for your name and your glory. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. Be sure and sign up for the emails if you're not on those yet. Every Friday we send out a man minute just to help you and encourage you each time and each week. And then we'll have another monthly podcast next month, so be watching for that. God is at work. Hey, let's don't go it alone. Let's live it all for the glory of God. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Have a great week. God bless.